are listening to the Kerrville Small Business Network Podcast with Mike Taylor and John Barrera. Enjoy. Welcome to the Small Business Network Podcast. We're on Season 2, Episode 7 here. And uh, man, we're already seven episodes into this, John. That's crazy. So fast. It does go by very, very quickly. And we have an awesome guest today. His name is Kyle Ames, and he is a local Kerr County businessman. And Kyle, do you want to kind of go ahead and introduce yourself this morning? Yeah, what's going on, everybody? As Mike said, my name is Kyle Ames. I'm a 27-year-old business owner. My family and I moved here 2002. I was eight years old, so I basically grew up in Kerrville. So I obviously have deep ties to the community. I guess that's what brought me back. You know, I grew up here. I had that typical 18-year-old mindset. I was ready to get the hell out, and... uh I did just that, and it didn't really turn out that well my first time, and I ended up right back here, you know, eight months later, my freshman year of college, just decided to go party and, you know, oh, do yeah. all that I mean, you were young right. and, yeah, yeah <laughs> having fun, yeah, right. understandable for yeah. sure. And uh, learned a lot of life lessons early. I ended up coming back, getting a job, and then going back to college in Alpine, uh, Sol Ross State. I don't know okay. Oh, yeah. Yet. So I went out there uh, for two years. And I ended up uh, meeting my wife while I was out there. She was still in Kerrville. We met, ended up, uh, she ended up getting pregnant in 2015. So I moved back, went to school at Alamo Colleges for a semester and then ended up getting this opportunity to go to the oil field. So I uh, took advantage of that and built up a little career out there for four years. And you know, What'd you do in the oil field? I was wirelining. Wireline. So, yes, sir. I was never afraid of hard work growing up. I'd always told myself, I'm better than that. I'm going to make money with my mind, not my hands. Mm -hmm. So kind of explain why you're lying to people. Everybody's heard of frack. Right. Which is fracturing to let oil in. You know, they drill a well. Wireline will come in after they case it. Wireline will come in and perforate the casing to basically, in a sense, have, I guess, an entrance for that, the water and sand when they frack. It expands the perforations, in a sense, lets oil into the well. Okay. So, So... so you were out there on those facilities where they were drilling for the fracking? Well, they would drill, and then they yeah. would move the rig off. We would come in on this pad, and there were, you know, 18 pumps of hydraulic fracking. That's what it is. I think you said you were out in the oil field. For yeah, a man. So I, you was, seen I was on you were in the oil field. Yeah, dude. I was on the rig for like three years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I started okay. out as a worm. I almost made it to driller. Had yeah. a heat stroke out there. That's why I started Oasis Cooling Trailer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Heat strokes are scary. And then I have some oil field experience too, doing pipeline x-rays. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So I do, I do pipeline x-rays and, and, uh, you know, wait for the welders to finish up. And then we jump in the bell holes and do that kind of thing. You x-rayed the welds themselves? Yeah, we x-rayed the welds. They had to fit a certain standard. Okay. So you're in the oil field for a while. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then Uh, you came back uh, from the oil field and it hasn't been that long since you've been back from the oil field, has it, Kyle? uh, I've actually was laid off twice last year. I was laid off then, and I came back, kind of started Ames Lawn and Landscape. Right. So that's what, in turn, has turned into to Dynasty Lawn Tree and Patio. Dynasty. I don't know if you noticed that, but the, the I do company, notice Dynasty Wireline Services. That's the yeah. company I went out to first. Okay. So, and uh, Clay Bomer, he actually has a house in Hunt. That's okay. the owner of Dynasty Wireline Services. You know, he owned a company. He's been in the oil field for like 40 years, and he sold his first company to Schlumberger. Oh, so wow. he, uh, they, they, he's done real well. And he was one of my customers at the feed store before, you know, that's, that's how I met him. I, I worked at the Kerrville Ranch and Pet here in town. I worked there for two years, did sales and delivery, and I'd go deliver to his place. And one time I did it on a day off and 
and I uh, had my wife and kid with me because we were going to like her cousin's son's birthday or something like that. This was, you know, 2017. After I delivered this fire pit, he goes, hey, well, sit down and have a beer. And, you know, I started talking. I went to Angelo State, told him that, you know, so on and so forth. And he, he was like, what did you go to school for? I was like, well, geology. I wanted to go to the oil field. And he said, well, you're talking to the right guy. I own a company. And I just got to talking to him. And he goes, you know, you make six figures your first year out yeah. there. So I'm like, all right. So, I, you know, I got to thinking about it and ended up going out there. And Sign did, me up. Yeah, yeah. I did just that. Yeah. And just like yourself, I, I worked my way up to engineer right before I got laid off. So. Uh, I mean, that's, uh, but getting laid off twice in one year, that's what drove me to being an entrepreneur. I am tired of somebody saying like, when you can and right, can't work, you know, what your like schedule was, is, where yeah, you have to be at a certain time. You're right. It's it now. Yeah. I mean, that's entirely up to me a hundred percent. And that can be a good yeah. thing or a bad thing. Yeah. I guess. I mean, right? Absolutely. It's scary too, huh? You have to, yeah, right. I mean, you, you have to, I mean, first and foremost have, you know, be accountable. Right. Cause you could easily say like, I don't feel like it. I mean, every day, that, does that thought not cross my mind? Of course mm-hmm. it does. Like, hey, I can just take today off. <laughs> right. I yeah. mean, it's my company. I can call everybody and, you know, but then, you know, and then you get to think about, well, then tomorrow becomes jam-packed because right. then you're playing from behind. And I've done that a lot this, this summer, and uh, it's not fun. I mean, the rain pushes me yeah. back. Yeah. I've had struggles that I've, you know, I've been able to overcome and that's what you want to be able to say at the end of the day, you know. So you came back from the oil field and that's kind of when we first started talking. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, late last year we started talking and then you say so you had Ames Lawn and Landscape and then you transitioned that to open Dr. Doo Little Pet Waste Removal Service. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, well, uh, after I got laid off the second time, I went and worked for a local company doing uh, window cleaning pressure yeah. washing, stuff like that. And the owner of that company, he's a young entrepreneur himself. I guess he could see my itch. You know, I, he knew I had my own business, but I really wasn't pushing it. You know, I was, I was actually trying to get this location off the ground in Marble Falls. And uh, it got to the point where, you know, it just wasn't working out. And we sat down in the office one day. He goes, like, I think you just need to start your own business. I, was like, I mean, I already have it. He's like, oh, but what are you doing here? I was like, what do you mean? What am I doing here? Like, I'm I'm helping you get your business off the ground up there. He goes, well, why? And it was just like right there. I'm it's like, a good question. Why, you know why walk somebody else's, why, why right. build somebody else's dream when you can build your own dream? Absolutely. And, and yeah. I mean, and, and then I sat there. Yeah. I had to ask myself that question. What the hell am I doing? I haven't, I really had no words. I still don't. Why was I doing that? I, I don't I mean, know. Maybe for the experience. And this might be for the master of your legacy podcast, what I'm about to say, but if you're building somebody else's legacy, you're not building your own legacy. Yeah. That's very true. Your name's not going to be on that when you get done. So it's going to be their name. Right. But yeah. it led you to it led you to where you are. Well, yeah, I mean that's where that that's where <laughs> one day I was scrolling through and that, you know, a couple weeks after we had that conversation, I'm learning about pet waste removal industry. I'm like, yeah. what the hell is this? People pick up And it's a for- billion dollar industry, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, I'm at multi-million I, I know for sure, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's a billion dollar industry. Every metropolitan area has a couple businesses that do very well. And they so, thrive off of it. Right. Yeah. That was, it was a little tough to get the people of Kerrville to see the value of that business at first. It did. They did come around. You know, I, I do have about 10 to 15 that do. I come by. We scheduled. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do do. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with that, I had to deal with the struggles of getting laughed at, obviously. And that's one thing that, uh, and, and that's one thing that I kind of wondered about. Mm-hmm. Do you want your legacy to be Dr. Doodoo Little? Right. I mean, I had that question. Why not, know? man? If, if it if it creates a, a now, legacy that lives on, you know, something that your kids can 
carry on like why not who cares what it's called who cares right. what business it is dude some people make a killing off of trash services yeah and why not yeah seriously Very true yeah i don't think there's any shame in it at all and if you're uber successful with it when they laugh at you you can laugh back at them right seriously no exactly the first couple times that you know maybe i you know i was at the bank and and i was getting my dba signed and you know they chuckled and stuff and i was like a little offended and I had to step back, like, why am like I? Like they weren't the taking you seriously. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and I got to the point where I don't care if they take me seriously. Like, all I have to do is take myself seriously at every single like moment of the day. And when I start to doubt myself, and I let like their negative perception of me, or the or just the name, maybe not. Maybe it's not even about me. It's probably not. They're probably not saying like they're this laughing guy's at the a name. Joke. Right. Yeah. You it's know, a joke. Not- yeah. And that's why you know on the branding for this, we we ran some commercials on Mike FM for Doctor Dude, and we and we made it. Right. We wanted to make it humorous because you can find humor in that. People do laugh right. at different plays on words that you can do. And they remember and, it. And when people yeah. laugh, they remember. Yeah, Rad's top pick, the pick of the litter. You know, I yeah. remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's I remember Howard by Doctor Doodoo Little Pet Waste Removal yeah. Service. It was perfect. Save it your was. grass from your dog's ass. The golden nugget. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, don't don't be ashamed. Don't feel bad. See, well, yeah, with it, man. I moved past that like almost instantly. You know, yeah. I, I would catch those laughs, and then it didn't take long for me to be able to just. All right, it's not a big deal. Well, if they think that little of me to where just picking up poop is all I'm trying to do, that's it. Like, no, I'm I'm building a business. I'm building a, a, right. a, a face. And that's why I still offer that service with Dynasty Laundry and Patio. It's the, you know, the, if you look at our website, you go to our price book. It's the Dr. Doodoo Little Service or the something like that. I can't remember yeah. off the top of my head. But. Yeah, it's still there. And, right. you know, in the four agreements, and this is something that a lot of us struggle with throughout our endeavors when people do laugh at us or people, people try to say that we're not worth it or, or they don't get what we have to offer because all three of us in this room have so much to offer people that a lot of people don't understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't. And one thing it, for growth, and I'm talking massive growth here, is don't ever take anything personal. And that's the second agreement in the book, The Four Agreements. Don't ever take anything personal. If somebody wants to look down on us or somebody wants to laugh at us or something or snub their nose to us, then that's their issue. They got an issue, not us. And if we take the mindset that we don't ever take anything personal when it comes to something like that, then it doesn't matter anymore. All, all of a sudden, that power that they had is gone. They become powerless and we become powerful. And it's all in our mindset. It's all how we process and handle things. It's so hard, you know, sometimes to not take it personal, especially being in sales. Yeah. You know, and, and have you completed this? Have you you know, oh yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I, it's a lifelong learning lesson that I'm on, you know, but since I flipped my mindset and I go into every situation that I'm going to win, no matter what the ball stays in my court, a hundred percent of the time, I don't ever let the ball go over to their side of the court. How much relief do you feel from, from mastering that? M- major relief because I, all my stress, all my worries, all my fears are all gone. They don't exist anymore because I know that no matter what, in every single situation I'm going into, I'm going to win. And if the other person wants to win, then let's kick some ass and let's go. Let's win. We can win together. If not, I'm going to go win somewhere else and I'm going to keep winning no matter what every single day. And sorry to kind of. No, that's why I'm here. I mean, that's the exact reason why I'm here. I mean, sir, I'm going to surround myself with success. Absolutely. That's what this is about, Mike. Exactly. If you don't have that attitude, I, I don't have time for you anymore. Seriously. Yeah. You know, and, and we've all had our share of failures throughout the years, and we're tired of that crap. Seriously. Absolutely. We don't have time to fail. But if we do fail, guess what? That's a win. 
It is. Every failure is a win. And so many people look at failures like it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, nope. I put everything I had into this for six months of my whole, you know, 85 mm-hmm. year life and, and it failed. And oh my God, life is over. You know, no, you learned from that. That's a lesson that you got that you can extract Absolutely. what happened, the lessons from that failure. You can extract those lessons and take those into your next success. Fail forward. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Fail forward. That's, That's good, man. I love yeah, that. Yeah. So good. man. So, so, uh, Dr. Doodle little, and then springtime came around and which is prime time for lawn and landscaping and also patio work. And then the epiphany came for you, Kyle, to open dynasty lawn tree and patio. Right. It all happened pretty quickly. I was working with, uh, you know, that window cleaning company. I'd let them know, you know, I've got about a month left and I'm going to transition to doing my own thing. And I was doing the Dr. Doodoo Little, and I had somebody, somebody I've known for a while, hit me up on Facebook, say, hey, are you still doing lawn care? I was like, yeah, why, why not? I mean, I never took it serious at first. I mean, it, I really didn't. I, my, my focus at this time was Dr. Doodoo Little. Yeah. And uh, so, I, you know, I, I did that one. And then her neighbor, can you cut my lawn, my yard too? And I, I do my normal, I'm going to make a Facebook ad, you know, yeah. uh, regarding uh, the, the rock work that I had done last October with Ames Lawn and Landscape. So I made that ad and, you know, I got three or four estimates that day, ran, went and ran one and landed a $10,000 job. I was like, That's what great. The Boom. Like, I yeah. Mean, it's crazy to me because it all comes down to that, that confidence. If, if you're not, if you don't have a, an aura of confidence surrounding you, then you're destined to fail. I, I pulled up to this lady's house in a Jeep, my rental, a Jeep Compass. And if that's me owning that house, I'm going to say, this guy's going to lay a 900 square foot rock patio for me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so I, see, if that's me and the person pulls up in a Jeep Compass, I'm going to say, wow, this guy has his own fleet of trucks. At the time, maybe I shouldn't be sharing this, but I didn't even have a truck because I had just yeah. been in an accident and rolled. Are you hearing this? Truck. I'm glad. Are, are you hearing this out there? Absolutely. He, he started a lawn, tree, and patio company, and he didn't even have a truck. It's possible. Yeah. I didn't even think of it that way. It kind of gave me goosebumps. Me too, you man. Know, shoot. <laughs> we want information like that. We right. want we want people to hear that. This this podcast isn't just for business owners who have already made it. Right. It's for everybody in between. Somebody who's making beads in their garage mm-hmm. to somebody who's a multi-million dollar real estate investor. We want people to know that it starts here. You had a Jeep. And you were out there doing a $10,000 job with the Jeep. You were making it happen. You didn't make excuses. You made it happen. And that's what it's about. And the excuses could have been there. You could have been like, oh, I'm going to skip this one. I don't have my work truck today. Every Wednesday, I, I was scooping poop in a Jeep with amen. no, you know, yeah. <laughs> rolling down the window so I didn't have to smell it. I mean, yeah. No, it. I wasn't taking that's no awesome. for an answer. And it was that, you know, it was in a really dark time. You know, this was just two months ago. Yeah, I mean, it can change quick as long as you you change your attitude. For a couple of days in my life, I had that give up mentality. I was like, man, here we go again. I built all this up, and then I just threw it all away. But we, here's another lesson that could be learned off of this. So when you had Ames Lawn and Landscaping last year, you planted a seed. Right. You planted, you planted that seed last year when you did that patio, and then that seed grew into Dynasty Lawn Tree and Patio. It took six months for right. that seed to grow. It doesn't instantly happen. I mean, it can instantly happen, right. but it doesn't always instantly happen. Sometimes it takes a while. Sometimes, mm-hmm. depending on what kind of fruit that you're trying to grow or what kind of vegetables you're trying to grow, some of them take longer. Yep. And if you're trying to grow trees with deep roots, those take the longest. Mm-hmm. So right. 
it's the same thing with baking a cake. You don't just stick the cake in the oven for two minutes and, and try to pull it out and say, man, this cake is terrible. Man, I, I guess I shouldn't bake cakes anymore because this cake just sucks. No, you got to wait 30, 40 minutes before that cake's done. Then you pull it out and it's nice and beautiful. Man, so analogies, golden yep. analogies, man. Yep. So, and that's what's happening with you, Kyle. And that's, that's what I'm seeing happening here. So keep planting those seeds, man. Yeah. You know, and, and next thing you know, you're going to have a full garden. Yeah. I'm trusting the process for sure. It definitely didn't happen overnight. And, uh, you know, the ne- the next mountain of growth, it's not going to be climbed in a day either. I know it. I mean, I've had some time to take a step back here and there that, that happens. I mean, it, I've had to slow down, you know, I've, I've had to get to the point now where I'm, I tell customers, Hey, I'm actually not taking any more lawn care at the time. I'll, you know, if, if, uh, I'll, I'll have your number saved. And if, if I have a spot open up, I'll give you a call if you're still looking for somebody. But, yeah. you know, I mean, that's a good and bad problem to have. You want to be able to please everybody as a business owner. But, but you can't. You, you got to know when to say no. Right. And it's okay exactly. to say no. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't get that. And they end up running themselves ragged and getting burned out because they can't say no. Exactly. Right. And not yeah. doing quality work because you're, you're, you know, putting too much on your plate. So, right. Kyle, how far do you want to take this company? Uh, that's a good question. Generically, I'd want to say you'd want to take it to the top, right? You, you want to be the yeah. biggest and baddest, you know, landscape company around, which in a sense that is true, but I want to do that at a healthy rate. I'm starting to learn that you get too big for your britches. You're going to tear them and embarrass yourself in front of everybody. And, <laughs> and it has happened. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, and I mean, maybe not in front of everybody, but I, you know, I've embarrassed myself in front of myself because, you know, I, maybe no, no, maybe nobody knew the, the substance behind me struggling through these, aspects of running your own business you're trying to hire employees i've i've paid people and and my account was negative my personal account Man. you know and that that makes you mad I yeah mean, it may it pisses you off it pisses me off you just got to bite the bullet sometimes and say okay i messed up you know my pants are around my ankles but i'm gonna pull them up and try again and that's all part of starting a business and getting a business off the ground when you take off in an airplane the first thing you do when you get in the sky is you experience something called turbulence and you could hit that turbulence and say, oh, my God, there's turbulence. We need to go back to the ground. Or you can hit that turbulence and just keep flying right through it and get to where eventually it gets to the point you have an amount in the bank account. And it doesn't matter. It comes off the top of that amount. That amount just keeps growing Amen. over time. So right. turbulence is expected. Turbulence is going to happen yeah. in pretty much any business. You're going to find some turbulence out there. And that's the point that separates the winners and the losers. Right. Seriously. If you don't have turbulence, you're not doing anything worth anything because you're not taking any risk. You're not probably really not pulling in a lot of money either. Right. I'd say nine times out of 10, when an entrepreneur goes into being a business owner, they're probably not rich in the first year or two. I mean, what is it? uh, You don't don't see profit in the first two years, typically. That's why I read Profit First. I don't know if y'all ever have read into that I haven't to check that out. Man. I I think I was speaking with you yesterday about it. Yeah, you recommended that book to me yesterday. this tells you some people say, oh, well, you don't want to make profit because then it's going to hurt you on taxes. And uh, well, there was an analogy. I can't remember exactly how it goes. You know, you'd rather your business be at a loss so you can get back $10 later. Mm-mm. Yeah. You know, and the way profit first works is it's literally in the name. I mean, you take your profit first and then you allocate the certain percentages of what you have left to keep your business running, your operating expenses, your your owner's compensation, you know, taxes, everything else yeah right you have as many accounts as you want so kyle all entrepreneurs go through a struggle phase what has been your biggest struggle with dynasty 
And maybe not even Dynasty, maybe even beforehand. That's a tough one. I guess trusting in myself. Like we said earlier, I mean, that, that really hasn't happened to its fulfillment until the past May. I haven't actually just said, you know what? Today didn't work out, but I still have tomorrow. I wasn't able to recognize that. And finally, I'm able to overcome that struggle of uh, not trusting myself. I know, I know deep within that I am made for this. And I have to say it out loud sometimes just to remind myself, just to. to hear it. Yeah, you I know? have to. Over I mean, and over again. I can thank it all day, but I mean, it's hearing it. Mm -hmm. Another struggle, I guess, I have a couple, honestly. It's not just one main struggle. But, uh, you know, that was my biggest is trying to teach myself how to trust myself. I have these ideas, but I, I'm scared to even exploit them. I'm in a, a group called Apex Entourage, and it's just nothing but bombs dropping every day in that group. I mean, it's just constant all day, every day, people like-minded that are in that group. And there's just so much more that goes along with it, too. There's like hundreds of hours of training and, and all kinds of crazy stuff in there. But as far as the ideas that scare us aren't the most, I hear it over and over. Those are the ideas that we should go after first. Mm. Whatever scares us the most is what we need to do first. And that's going to make us grow by leaps and bounds. That's amazing. I'm going to be part of Apex. You know, and I'm not just blowing smoke, but I mean, you've probably seen it, the change in Mike in the last like month and a half. Yeah. You know, you know, you know my, one day I was pulling up to a customer's house in Fredericksburg and Mike calls me and he goes, I'm going to tell you something. I want you to take offense to this, but don't be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, like, yeah. and you know, and, and most people would, but I, I right away, like I knew what uh, Mike was saying. We can be our own worst enemy. It can rule our lives. That's if, where the excuses come from. Yeah. Yep. The excuses, exactly. the lack of confidence, the worrying and forget about all the worries, forget about all the fears, do what fears you most and get that knocked out first. And then the, the rest of the dominoes just fall. Right. You know, in this podcast, our guests get a lot of exposure, but I think I have gotten the most value. I don't know about you, probably. I but get so much value I've learned, out of this. I've learned so much since the first guest we had, Scott Thibodeau, till Kyle, that new guests come on with new problems. And I think about a guest we had, and I have an answer to that because of this podcast, because of information that I've gotten from Kerrville Small Business Network. Right. It really. And, I've learned sorry, so much. Sorry for the explicit language on here this morning, but uh, it is what it is. You're being real, man. Yeah, right. it's real. This sorry. <laughs> I mean, in all in all reality, if that offends you, then entrepreneurship is not for you. <laughs> right. Like this exactly. is not for you. Yeah. Right. There, there's it's, all kinds of places hiring hamburger flippers out there. Absolutely. It's a Seriously. Cutthroat committee. Like, I'll tell <laughs> you what. Being, being in sales, I have experienced some of the ugliest of uh, form of human being. Mm -hmm. Like. You know, I've been I've been a waiter before even, but sales, door to door sales, you want to be humbled. You go knocking on some doors to trying to sell something. It can be ugly. It can be. Yeah, it can be devastating if you take things personal. So if a couple of cuss words on this podcast bother you, you're not ready for sales. And Jeff Talrico, remember he was talking about that? Yeah. If you want to hear a good sales podcast, Jeff Talrico. Listen it, to that. Everybody should listen to that. Absolutely. Intro. Yeah. What is your why, Kyle? All right. This is something I've had a lot of fun with. So it started off, my why started off as very generic. Oh, I have two kids. Those are my why. It's my wife. It's my family, my bills. And if that's your why, it's great. Maybe it pushes you, but it wasn't pushing me to the point where I wanted to be pushed. Pushed myself. One day I was staring at my little sticky note that said, why? You know, what's your why in capital letters? And I just turned it into an acronym. 
and it turned in, you know, my why is what happened yesterday. Today, I made a $10,000 sale. You know, well, then let's build on that. That's 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 why I'm here today. Yeah, that's a big why. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, I lost a $10,000 customer. Well, then you, you, you got a why because you just mm-hmm. lost $10,000. Like, it's time to get that back. And a big number for me is $2,739.73. My goal is to make a million dollars a year. That's my first goal. That's not my end goal. That's my first goal. And if I make $2,739 a day, I'm going to make a million dollars in a year. Yeah. And there's another number that follows that. If my business is making around 7000 a day, that's going to happen. So, right. Am I anywhere close to that? Hell no. But every day I'm getting closer because of yesterday. If you don't you write know. it down, it won't happen. Right. It, you got to draw a line through that. That's, that's what I go off of. Mm-hmm. This little book right here, man, when I draw a line through everything I have to do for that day, that is satisfying. Right. You, you got to write it down. And, and I, I like that a lot. All right. And I got another question here for you, Kyle. What kind of impact do you want to have on the people of Kerrville? Uh, I guess it, yeah, that, that ties back to, you know, your, the, the master, your legacy podcast. I want to have a legacy. I want people to know, uh, if they hear the name Ames, you go through Home Depot or Lowe's and you look through lawn equipment and my last name is on some of that stuff. Like, it's not my equipment, <laughs> but yeah. you know, Ames equipment rakes and stuff. Scott's, right, Scott's right, turf builder, right, exactly. that kind of thing. You know? Yeah. So now when people think of landscaping, and Kerrville, I want them to think, maybe not Kyle Ames, but Dynasty. You know, I, I, yeah. I don't want to make it personal. Yeah, it's just... I think you should. Yeah, I, I get lost in thought sometimes because I try to bring immediate resolution. You know, I, I, that bell is always ringing in my head, Mike. I'm constantly seeing another avenue. Now, should I pursue that? I don't know, but my legacy in Kerrville has got to be success, I guess. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, what is success? That's such a broad term, I guess. Are you making money? Are you, are you well known? I, I don't know. Are I mean, happy, happy. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's success. Inner peace. I mean, that's success. Dude, I want to be able to, to, there are people out there with billions of dollars that have, they have zero inner peace and are mm-hmm. constantly at battle and chaos and they're rich. I mean, just uber rich, but their life, their quality of life is, is terrible. Absolutely. Right. My impact on Kerrville is I, I want to have a legacy for that family name, I want people to know that Dynasty Laundry and Patio is successful because we hold these core values that I don't want to make it personal. Like I said, I you know, Kyle Ames didn't bring these to the table. It's the Dynasty way. It comes down to, you know, I had a guy that was working for me and he couldn't really see the value of like why I was so particular about every blade of grass. I don't want to see one blade of grass up. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, if I see it, go and they look. Go, Right. When you go yeah. out and mow somebody's grass, they're going to take a walk through, especially the first time. The first time, they're going to walk through and they're going to look at everything to make sure everything was mowed and weed-eated. Right. I know that. If you miss that, your quality and your reputation goes down. One blade of grass, mm-hmm. when you're providing a service to somebody and you're providing value to somebody, that hurts that. And you can't ever get that back. Right. They know forever. That when you came out there and mowed that grass, that you left that blade of grass up. You can't take that back. It's a direct reflection of you. It is. First impression, too. And that's what makes it hard when you have other people working for you. Because if they don't have that same mindset of every single blade of grass, and they do that, then your company's name is tarnished. Right. 
Sorry to take that over from you, Kyle. No, no. I mean, you, I mean, I, I needed help. <laughs> so, I mean, and it goes back to making sure that the people that you hire are one hundred percent aligned with your mindset and your core values as a company. Uh, I think it's on my website. Integrity is my yeah. core value. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's are you going to do the right thing when nobody's watching? You know, yeah. if I'm not there to watch you do this job, are you going to say, you know what? I'm getting paid to do his job. I'm going to, you know, I, that that's the kind of people that I want. And if and if you're just there to collect a paycheck, I don't need you. That's I when mean, you it, stick GoPros on your weed eaters. There you go. To make <laughs> sure they're catching everything. Making yeah. more body cams. Yeah. You're right. Oh, I might be honest with them. I do that pressure washing, seriously. Yeah, I always take before and after pictures. Right. And, and you, you know what it's about. Mm-hmm. You're always covering yeah. your tracks. It, yeah. I never thought I'd be on this side of the fence. Like you were saying, you got to watch what your employees do and everything. Mm-hmm. And it makes you remember when you worked for somebody and you're like, gosh, my boss is a jerk. Why does he care about all, all these the little time. things? And now it's, now it's us. And now we, yeah. we now are the we're sticklers. on that end of it. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts, Kyle. If you're out there and you're on the fence, you've thought about being a business owner or maybe even not a business owner, but uh, you, there's something in terms of your career that you just haven't gotten over the hump. You're looking over the edge of that cliff, but you haven't jumped yet. As long as you're afraid that you're not going to fly, you're not going to fly. But as soon as you just say, you know what? I don't care if that lady at the bank laughs at me anymore. I don't care if people don't see the value of what I'm bringing. They're going to because I'm going to continue to provide value. And if you take that mentality into everything that you do, whether it's doing laundry or mowing a lawn or pressure washing a driveway or Or whatever it is or putting together you know anything like that if you're not going at that with your head down and just you know you're ready to barrel through any obstacle that comes your way then you're not going to make it this is not for you get out go work for somebody else go hey they're hiring right now in the whole field the oil's at 75 dollars a barrel Mm -hmm. they are yeah you you can go make six figures and you can do whatever the hell somebody tells you to do and in a couple years you'll get laid off and you'll be back here so, or maybe you are smarter than I was and you save all that money and you never have to work again. I don't know. But for me, as simple as this, if I give up on this, then I might as well go get that job at Costco or being a, maybe a sales manager best, you know, which I'm not, I'm not talking down on that. I'm yeah. not, I mean, yeah. that just wasn't for me. If, and that works for some people. They're able to live peaceful, happy lives. You know, I, I know several of my good buddies that, you know, one's a account manager for a, chemical company in the oil field and that's fits him i mean he loves it if that's as far as he wants to take it that's as far as he's that's cool and it's not mean to say that right it's truth yeah it's not and if you can't handle the truth then so i mean what are you you gonna do then right yeah all right john final thoughts my final thoughts is um i like what you said about this is the route we're taking no offense to your route but this isn't kerrville make a comfortable living network. This is Kerrville Small Business Network. And I respect you for being in the beginning of your journey. And I think it's going to add so much value to people listening to this podcast who are also in the beginning of this journey. And thank you so much, Kyle, for coming on, man. Yeah, thank you, Kyle. Uh, Thank you. My final thoughts are, I see a man here that is going to be extremely successful. Who's not going to give up. Who's going to push through. And you, you just have to keep pushing. And you're already successful. You already have a lot more than most people have accomplished. If you look back, you got so much to be grateful for. You got an LLC, you got a great company, you're doing big things in the area, and you have a great name for your company. You have spirit, you do the right thing. What can hold you back? 
nothing. Myself. Only you, man. That's it. So yeah. right on, man. And I don't see that happening. I don't. So I don't. I, I guarantee it. So Kyle Ames, Dynasty Lawn Tree and Patio. If you haven't been to their website, go to Dynasty LTP. We'll also link it up on this podcast. And if you think this podcast can help somebody in this area with their small business, if they're just getting started or if they've been a business owner for a long time, uh, let them know about this podcast. Let them know about our new website that we just launched last week. It's called KurtSBN.com. That is KurtSBN.com. We're doing this every week, and it's going to be great. So stick around. Don't go anywhere. Heck yeah.